hello good morning um it's a lovely tuesday and we bless god for our lives today the broadcast is coming in the evening and i'm sure that it's still going to bless your life as it does always today i want to go through the scripture briefly with you there's a particular scripture that we've been hearing over and over again um john 10 10 and um, that's what we're going to look at briefly very briefly i want to explain some very over there and i'll let you pray now john chapter 10 verse 10 the bible says that the thief comes only to steal to kill and destroy i have come that you may have life and have it to the full so my focus is on that part a so the thief comes only to steal to kill and destroy now why would um these three words come together like that steal kill destroy how what does it mean i mean is it not the same thing so i want to actually apply this to our our lives now as a christian as a human being now this is what jesus was saying jesus was saying that the thief the lion okay he's roaring like a lion coming around and all he wants to do is to steal he has to steal you first because before he kills you and then he will destroy you so peter also says the same thing he says that the devil is roaming around like a lion seeking for someone to to devour all right now what does the bible mean when it talks about steal and as i said i'm going to make an implication of this in our world today you know gone are the days where persecution of of christians were were assaults physical assault and where people were were arrested and people were put in chains and people were martyred killed i mean families were persecuted out of their homes and and those days those days where the protestants faced a lot of um trials where the kingdom of god suffered a lot of persecution in terms of physicality brutality those days are gone and i think that in those days it helped a lot because you you could not afford to sacrifice everything and not yet be a good christian or a committed christian because for instance if you believe in jesus christ and you profess jesus christ what happens is that maybe you, you you lose everything that you have your property everything they will even suck you out of your home seeking to even kill you and imprison you when you read some of the the stories of the people during the days of the protestants i mean some some are very disheartening and these things you know this is what is going to happen to you so there's no way you you would accept to still profess christ and and then not really believe in him or or just be in him anyhow whilst you know what is at stake but unfortunately in our days the persecution is is on a different level so the bible says in second corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 that we we are not ignorant of the devices of the of the devil for the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds now when you continue bible talks about bringing down the bringing into captivity every thought that exalted itself above the obedience of god now the battle now 
is in the minds of people so what the devil is doing is that the stealing aspect is is a continuous process that the devil has to do so what he does is that the stealing aspect is more of the distraction aspect and um, he caused you to be distracted he caused you to be a little bit adrift now what is happening in our days is that persecution have taken on a different form and this kind of persecution i will call a psychological persecution the devil is targeting the mindsets of people the devil is targeting the mindsets of people with human rights with human rights issues with individualism with all sorts of theories and all sorts of philosophies that are cropping up in this world so that is how come it is quite easy for some churches to accept um things like homosexuality and all of these things you know it's it's different when a country accepts it but for a church to accept this thing it means that the devil knows what he's doing he's gradually creeping in and that's the stealing aspect so if you are listening to me and for for a while you you feel like like distracted you are accepting certain things you feel oh it is okay to to do this it's, it's not bad to do this you know you masturbate and you feel oh but it's not a sin the bible did not mention masturbation the bible did not mention this so it's not a sin that is the distraction that the devil is is going is that is going on now and that is the persecution that the church is facing now so you feel like oh it's okay i mean i'm working hard to make money so that i can support the church of god so if i'm not able to go to church because of work if i'm not able to study my bible if i'm not able to pray because i wake up early and i come back later i don't have time to pray i need to make money so that i can support the needy in the society so people feel like they are philanthropists they help the needy in the society so they they feel like that that is the right thing to do so you have a lot of celebrities who really are not christians who, who do not really worship god but think they are doing the best because they are they are helping other people you understand but the only way is jesus you understand and so the devil is gradually drawing people's mind and that is the stealing that the devil is doing so if you are listening to me and you think that it's okay to soak in any kind of music to love fall in love with any kind of music now obviously you cannot live in this world without hearing a worldly song and some of us if we wouldn't like sometimes it comes to mind sometimes some of them are nice and you like them but for you to fall in love with them some people are so obsessed some people will sleep with it some people do anything with it and you see these things though the bible did not mention categorically but it's the distraction is stealing so the devil is gradually stealing people i hope i'm able to finish this today but the devil is gradually stealing the mindsets of people so so it, that is the point that i want to make so the bible says that be renewed being transformed by the renewal of your mind according to first Corinthians. so we are transformed by the renewal of our minds so because the devil knows that as you are transformed by the renewal of your mind so he can also get you transformed by renewing your mind so he pumps in data he gives you information he gives you things to feed on that will cause you to be distracted that will cause you 
to dilute the standard of God, to dilute the word of God, to set low your standard. Where you feel, the moment you start saying, oh, it's nothing, but this one there is normal, but this one is nothing. The moment you start speaking like that, then you should know that the devil is gradually stealing you. The distraction that he's bringing is working. So the philosophies of this world are getting onto people. You see, when you get someone sympathizing with sin, then the person is gradually being stolen by the devil. That's how the devil is working in our days. So I want you to first of all understand that the, the strategy of the devil has changed and you need to change your strategy as a Christian too. You know, God, people will not be... The human rights, you see, the human rights that we see that thing, human right thing, it will not even allow anybody to abuse you for your religion because you're a Christian. But this same human rights is the reason why all this nonsense is going on in this world so the devil is smart it it looks like it's covering everybody it looks like it's a good thing but on another side as a christian if you are not careful the freedom to worship the freedom to associate the freedom to live liberty democracy freedom of speech so people can talk anyhow people can do whatever they want and you know People feel like when you are in church, some people are, are doing this church thing, they are taking it too serious. I mean, what is the sense in it? Why can't I be in church and still do whatever I want to do? After all, what is needed is that God knows my heart. What kind of heart are you talking about? So the, the devil is gradually getting into the minds of people. And everybody who is listening to this tape, this audio, I want you to be alert. Because right now, the devil is not fighting even your finances. Yeah. So when he when he sees that he's he's winning, he's distracting you, he's stealing you over. He does not touch your property. He does, that's not what he needs. He needs your attention. So when when things are not going right, he knows that when things are not going right, you turn back to God. The devil is aware of that, that when things are not going right, you turn back to God. That is why you are still doing things that are not good, but still things looks to be, seems to be going on right and going on well. For you to believe that, oh, that thing after all, it looks like God is okay with it. God is not really frowning at it. That is how the devil is working. You understand? So that's the first stage. The first stage is to steal. That's what the Bible says. The first thing is to steal. So the stealing is the most important and the most difficult part for the devil. But he's doing it very well now in our days. Because of excessive knowledge, excessive knowledge, technology, information technology, science. Everything is something else now. Things that were not normal are now normal. And you have to compromise. I mean, some things you have to compromise. You see, in in my country, Ghana, right now, sometimes when you're even paying for something to be done, you don't even want to say it is bribe bribery because it's become so normal that it looks like almost everything, almost every move, almost every place you have to go to, you just have to to give something. Sometimes you you know this thing you are giving you is because probably you want to be favored, but you say, oh, it's just something you're talking. But these things, that, that's how it works. You understand? That is how it works. So that's an example, a classical example. So the, the devil 
gradually builds it up in your mind to the extent where it becomes a stronghold so when it gets to the stage where it's a stronghold where what the bible talks in second corinthians the bible talks about stronghold so when it gets to a stronghold then it means that it's been established and then you move by it that is when you begin to speak it out that is when you begin to show publicly that this is what i stand for so you see all of these people these um um, activists all of these people out there speaking for things that people are frowning on it's started that way they started thinking through they didn't see the reason why and now it's established they, they, they think they have enough evidence they think that that's the right way so you start talking about it so now you start seeing the things that were were bad you see them to be okay now and then you the things that you wouldn't have even said now you say and you do it but why is it becoming okay because gradually the devil is stealing you and he's building strongholds in your mind i think we will have time to speak about that second corinthians chapter 10 strongholds so i want to quickly move to the killing um then i just want you to understand this listen it's not it's not a joke and it's not it's not playful for you to think that um I'm, I'm i'm not i'm not doing this i at first i wasn't like this but now it looks like you know i don't really mind doing it like it's not playful don't take it for granted if you're hearing me and at first maybe you were not a stout lover of worldly things but now all of a sudden you find yourself so much into them so much into them that you're even growing cold towards god now that brings me to the next level to kill now the word kill over there that is used it's more like to sacrifice so <laughs> the devil needs people to sacrifice and what happens is that the kill over there stands for spiritual death right so the spiritual death there um as the bible says about spiritual death so the spiritual death there basically means inactivity and insensitivity all right so inactivity and insensitivity that's what the spiritual death there means now when a person goes into a coma all right what we call comas when a person goes into a coma sometimes most of the times the person is not um um responsive okay the person is does not does not react okay the person is not sensitive so you pinch the person you can even stab the person and the person will not respond why because the person has gone into a coma all right but though the person is in a coma there is activity inside of the person there is activity that is why the person is not dead so the person is only pronounced that when we know that the person has no activity going on all right so that is the point there so you need to understand that the devil wants you to get to a place of insensitivity that's the first step so insensitivity is when he's telling you and now you are not you are no more sensitive to the things of god at first if it's a sunday and you don't go to church you don't feel right at first when it's service time you don't feel right staying at home going to chill when there is service you don't feel right at first when you wake up 
and you don't do your devotion you feel there's something missing during the day i mean the whole day you've not prayed the whole day you've not read any portion of scripture you've not done anything godly i mean you feel like there's something missing in the day but gradually you are insensitive gradually you you're not you are not responding to all of those things those things don't move you any longer at first when you hear spiritual songs good gospel music it touches you 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 want to pray you want to listen to it over and over again but now when you listen to it you only hear some in it some music i mean some people singing and some instruments the lyrics don't move you no longer the song does not touch you any longer you're becoming insensitive and that's the first stage of death that's the first stage of spiritual death you're becoming insensitive so when you get to the stage where you're becoming insensitive then you should be very careful if you're hearing me if you're listening to this and you know that you you your 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 sensitivity to the things of god your response your stimulus to the things of god has changed decreased reduced basically dead you you don't feel that vibe again you don't feel that edge again it means that you are on the first stage of death means the devil has basically he's he's done with the stealing aspect where the stealing aspect there's the distraction and all that so when you get insensitive then it means that you are moved to the second stage that is the staging of the killing the death so if you are hearing me and the love for god the love for the things of god probably when you're on campus you're on fire but when you go home you don't know what happened looks like nothing really bothers you any longer i mean nobody's there to check up on you i mean you are no longer in any position any longer you don't have anything to do again you feel like oh church is actually boring i mean why should i go to church and if i don't have any sermon to preach i mean why should i worry myself and study the bible you know, you move about you won't study the bible you won't pray i mean after all everything is going on i got a good job and um, i'm i'm okay at least i'm married and have some kids i'm doing well so why should i worry myself the moment you get to the place where you are insensitive the moment you get to a place where you feel like this thing <laughs> i don't feel the vibe again I mean i don't feel it again sometimes at first maybe when you wake up at dawn three o'clock four o'clock the moment you wake up you you just put in some gospel music and you begin to pray you make the atmosphere right the moment you wake up you begin to pray you pray but look at you now you wake up and you don't feel like it that sensation is not there if you've gotten to this stage i pray for you in the name of the lord jesus that may god draw you back may your senses return to you in the name of the lord jesus anybody listening to this as i'm speaking open your mouth and begin to pray open your mouth and speak tell god that god i want myself back I want myself back. Restore me to my old love, my own senses. So the Bible says that the prodigal son, when he went farther away and spent all he had, the Bible said he came back to his senses. So long as he was out there, he did not have any affiliations. There were no connections to his father. But when he came back to his senses, the Bible says he remembered he had a father 
who was merciful so one thing that insensitivity does is that sometimes when you look at where you've got into you feel like you cannot go back again but the moment the senses return you know that you have a merciful father so when you become insensitive it means that it will push you further on onto death so as i said someone can be insensitive but activity will be going on but when you get to the place of inactivity which probably god willing next week we will do the inactivity and the final part so today i want to i want to leave you with this too so you're becoming insensitive which means that you the the, the vibe the love the, the enthusiasm you can't find it any longer where has it got into i want you to lift up your voice and pray maybe you have at the stage of stealing the devil is distracting you little little by little little by little by some small things now you can skip service and you are okay gradually he's he's winning you gradually he's winning you now you get to a place that very thing that you did and you felt so bad about remorseful about now you get to a place where you do and you don't feel anything then he's winning you are moving into insensitivity insensitivity will cause you not to come back because you feel like you've gone so far away but the bible says when the prodigal son came to his senses he went back to his father insensitivity will cause you to stay and even go beyond that go further away from your father who is or will always ready to receive you i pray for you in the name of jesus that may god cause you to be sensitive we come against every spirit of insensitivity we come against the devil's acts and schemes we are not ignorant of them may god strengthen us in the name of jesus even as you begin to pray open your mouth and tell god you know what you are going through you know what you are becoming sensitive to you know the things that are drawing you you know the things that you are falling for you know the things that are winning you over you know what god is speaking to you right now come on lift up your voice don't let this moment pass you by make sure that you pray to god make sure you set a fast for yourself make sure you dedicate a week for this tell god that god i want to come back i want to come back and be sure be sure that you move away from those things pray to god for grace pray to god for grace pray to god to touch your lives god willing next week we shall come again and we will continue on this john chapter 10 verse 10 we will look at that scripture the part a let us pray father i pray in the name of jesus that god as your word has come forth the devil came not to do anything but to steal kill and destroy but you came to give us life we pray in the name of jesus that you said that your words are spirit and our life may this word that is life move into the life of anybody any soul any spirit that is dying any spirit that has been stolen abducted in the name of jesus we command prison doors to be opened we command captives to be set free in the name of the lord jesus god i pray that may people who are insensitive towards you growing cold towards you may they be revived to you in the name of jesus we thank you oh god for your word we thank you for touching people let people People begin to see things happening in their lives. Even tonight, as they sleep, Spirit of God brooded over them, quicken them, quicken them, quicken them. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Almighty God. We pray in the name of Jesus that may you touch your people and may you bring them healing. May you bring them back to yourself, win them over to yourself. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.